0: get the ball rolling you
1: have been a touch concerned about Ireland right the way through the warm-up games and even last week mm-hmm. to what extent on the back of last night do you say you're confident they're primed for what is the biggest game in Irish rugby in four years next week?
2: Yeah I don't think you're ever going to go in cock primed confident ready for South Africa but they certainly look a lot more ready than they were a couple of weeks ago um, against Samoa and Bayon um, they've grown nicely and um They've shown glimpses of performance that they can put together. Mm. We haven't seen that 80-minute performance since France and the Six Nations, but we've seen enough of it to show that they have the potential to get back there. Mm. And then on top of that, like that's the tangible. you know Can they get into that fierce play that really threatens this South African defence? Can they ask questions of it? Can they make it difficult mm. and break that South African defence down? That's the tangible bit. That's the rugby bit. But the intangible, and and Andy Farrell's talking about it there, is the feel-good factor in the team at the minute. It feels like there's momentum, mm-hmm. and that goes back to Keith Earls in his hundredth game against England. That goes back to Johnny break, breaking a record last week, breaking a record this week. Smiles on faces, our supporters all over France, yeah. having a good time. There's a lot to be said for that, mm-hmm. and Andy Farrell's tapping into that.
1: Yeah, certainly a happy camp,
2: for sure. Yeah. It feels so, like it.
1: so you, you're, you're still, you don't have an absolute confidence, but you're, you're softening in your negativity. <laughs> I, um,
2: I'm, I'm borderline positive. OK. Which for you is, you know, <laughs> super positive. Yeah, I, you're trying to create this caricature here. No, no. And no. I'm kind of reluctant, but I, there is, there is. Um, I have been concerned. I think after the small game, I was concerned. And against Romania, you can't fix all those problems. Mm. Um, last night, there was enough to show that they, and we'll go through it in, yeah. in a bit, but there's enough to show that they've still got a few tricks up their sleeve. I would just be slightly happier if those those passes were just sticking a little bit more, because I think this South African defence is going to be like uh, like something they haven't experienced before, and they have to be so crisp and sharp. They have to outsmart this South African defence. You can't go toe to toe. I think any other team that Ireland have played over the last um, any of the warm ups or through to the uh, the World Cup so far. Plan B can always be go toe-to-toe and beat them up and then get your momentum back. You can't do that against South Africa. You always have to outsmart them. Yeah. And if, you're, if, if your passing isn't crisp enough, then that, that becomes a want in your game.
3: I think that's part of the problem with the games that we've played over the last three, four months. If, if we've been very honest about it, we haven't played against a very good team yet. Mm. Um, and that's why it's it's hard for us to, to sit here and give a really pinpoint, accurate assessment of exactly where this team are at. Mm. Because if we've been honest, I don't think we really know because we, we haven't got the, the standard of opposition yet. That game last night was definitely another step in the right direction. I think it was brilliant to have a period of time in that game where we had to defend a lot. Because mm. we didn't have to defend against Romania. And you always want to get tested on that because there's going to be a huge amount of tests uh, next week. But... My only concern would be, is South Africa going to really come out of the blocks and shock Ireland a little bit because yeah. they haven't faced anything like that in a while.
1: Which is not their fault, nothing they can do about it, just a reality of the calendar. So Rob, even just chatting to you briefly before coming on air, it's worth stating, you really were disappointed in Tonga. That, that is the context for this win. You can't fault 59 points on the board, but you did not think Tonga were good.
3: No, I, I didn't. And, and like you say, you can't fault Ireland at all for that. And I think a little bit of the narrative before the game, after the team selection was, we're very much respecting the opposition. Mm-hmm. And Andy Farrell was right to pick this mm-hmm. team because Tonga are going to be that good. They've got some all-blacks coming back, um, but I didn't think they were good at all, particularly their front five. I thought they were, uh, they were lazy, they were unfit, they were good at set-piece, but in general play... Um, I thought they were very, very poor. Okay.
0: And, and that's why Ireland scored some of the tries they did around the ruck, which were brilliantly thought out, really well done, but Tonga was a huge disappointment. Mm. So especially
2: when we've seen what Fiji have done. Yeah. Because everybody was excited about Samoa, Fiji, Tonga, but people were probably most excited about Tonga yeah. and what they can bring yeah. to the World Cup, and Fiji have been incredible. Mm. Yeah. So that's probably what we should expect from, from these teams now.
1: Matt, where are you then on Ireland as we've counted down to this game for so long?
0: Uh, look... What the boys have said is really accurate. Um, I think they're on track. But this this pool they're in and their path to a semi-final via their quarterfinal, th- this is going to be cigarette paper stuff. You know, mm. this is millimetres, this is the day, how they turn out. Um, I, I know they've got a structure, which we'll show later on, that can get around the South African defence if they do exactly what Trimby just said, which is great passing... And it's also exactly what Robbie said. If you look at South Africa, the three big losses they've had over the last few years to Australia in Adelaide, to um, Ireland at the Aviva and to New Zealand in Christchurch last year, mm. teams scored early and put scoreboard pressure on them. Yes. And they don't like that. They don't like chasing a game. They like to strangle a game with their forwards. And if, if Ireland can start fast, which they, they have done under Andy Farrell, to be fair, for the last couple of years they've started fast, they get a, a, a scores in front, that will put pressure on them. Mm. But if they let South Africa come out like Robbie said, they come out really steamy, and South Africa get their points up, that's when South Africa just just yeah. absolutely strangle the game. But Ireland have the structure and framework and personnel to get around that. So, so I think they're real. They're, right in, the yeah. they're right in the hunt. Yeah, they're
1: right in the hunt. Because Rob, there's a good chance Finley Bielam could be missing, which means Tom O'Toole will be coming off the bench at tight head, and there's no Healy in the squad, so. That's a loss of the next man in behind Porter. Meanwhile, South Africa have the bomb squad coming off the bench. So you do have this nagging sense. Ireland could really do with, as Matt said, good start and probably noses in front into the last 10 minutes.
3: Big time. And I think this is a key point that you don't want to labour, but it sort of can go a little bit unmissed at times when you're playing against uh, the Springboks. The strength and power of that replacement bench when they come on they get points, they get penalties, they kick to the corner or else they take their three. Um, so I, I wouldn't... I, I would be pretty accurate in, in saying that I think Ireland would need to be 10 points up with uh, 20 minutes to go.
0: Yeah. I, I, you, you, you've got to be. You've got to be. If they're close, that again, that's the strangle, isn't it? That's kick to the corner, maul. They play between the tram tracks, at five and the 15, hit their forwards, get their, their big mm. guys going at you force penalties to either kick or again go for a ball for the try and they're brilliant at it. But if they're 15 points, hopefully, which is three scores, behind, that forces them out of their comfort zone. And that's the three games they've lost. They were taken right out of their comfort zone by the scoreboard. And, I, and I, Robbie's exactly right. If you're you know if it's three points, the last ten we're in trouble.
3: And it's even more important in those last 15, 20 minutes when handling errors are up to yeah. a little bit more. There's a little bit more discipline because of fatigue, which then in turn means that there's going to be few more set pieces and generally the case in the last 15 20 minutes of games you've got more set pieces which puts even more pressure then on on Ireland's replacements
2: the the, the bomb squad has been slightly yeah. diffused yeah. potentially with uh Mark no, no, no. Marks not being there Beth maybe is yeah. a bit of a question mark over him those are all lifelines for for Ireland especially if Finley Bealum struggling yeah
3: We're going to have to be very, very creative with, yeah. with our kicking game. You know, if you look at Mac Hansen's uh, try there, I think Ireland had six, maybe seven passes to get the ball to the edge before been tackled. You don't get that sort oh. of time against South Africa. No. And we're going to have to play an awful lot more front door balls, which means hitting those forwards, um, taking the line flat, as opposed to all those balls out the back that we see a lot of Irish teams playing. If we keep going out the back, South Africa could just flood through and just yeah. keep putting us behind the game. Are, are game we,
1: we playing those backdoor balls more lately?
3: Yes, we, we have been because the, the opposition that we're playing against, um, has left that space on the edge and aren't okay. rushing as hard. So we're doing now, the right could, thing in those We're doing the right thing, yeah. but that will not work against South Africa. Okay. Now, we could be showing these pictures time and time again over the last few weeks to sort of coax South Africa into thinking that we are going to go out the back. Mm. And that's when you see some of those forwards give that really nice no-look pass and just play a, a tip off their well, shoulder. To all or, to all like, to, sorry, Joe. Go so ahead. All, right.
0: all like the one that uh, Andrew showed us from the game the other day where Ross Boone hit... Uh, bundyaki close, yeah, running that running yes. it, that really tight unders line. That's the sort of ball that that that, that Ireland are capable of. That Robbie's talking about.
1: Yeah, to what extent, on your point, do you think Ireland are showing South Africa false pictures over the last few weeks?
3: I think they're showing them bits and pieces. I think they definitely showed them a fair bit last night, uh, particularly how much they attacked around the edge. There was a few kicks off Connor Murray, sort of in and around the centre of the the field. Yeah, they looked at the chip line a little bit. And 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 that's something that would be pretty common at World Cups when you're playing a lesser team before the big one, and um, you will often have a game plan that is somewhat manipulated to give next week's opposition a different idea. Right. Yeah. Okay. The game. We tried game. to do it against Japan uh, four <laughs> years ago. Well. He <laughs> <You> shouldn't have. <laughs> it didn't quite work.
2: Yeah, quite.
1: that's interesting. But I mean, look, I guess the but it's common. The game within the game within the, yeah. game, within the yeah. game is that Razzie's looking at that and he knows. Yeah. Uh, so everybody's tricking everybody. It'd be the same with the lineouts. Like Paul, have a whole different suite of lineouts coming yes. out next week. Is Connor Murray in contention? It just jumped out to everybody that South Africa physical, and he was pretty much the only frontline player who, uh, or, or sorry, Gibson Park was almost the only frontline player who was. Who was out and you kind of think i wonder what the logic there is so so people have put two and two together and said is, is murray's physicality what they're looking at for south africa
0: i wouldn't have thought so okay. I, I, I it's nothing against connor I'm, I'm not i've got greatest respect for and sure. i thought he played very well last night Jamison gibson park he he, he puts pace on the game tempo on the game mm. the the ball from contact to out of his hands is faster than any scrum half in the world and that's when when i and when you can get tempo against the defensive side yeah. The defence can't react as quick. I, I, I would be very, very surprised. OK. And, that, and again, nothing against Connor. No, of course. Nothing against Yeah, corner.
2: I don't think... More in general, I know there's that debate. If you're, if you're going to kind of confront South Africa's physicality, get a physical nine in there, yeah. maybe look at a 6-2 split, this kind of stuff. I think you do the opposite. I think if you try and do what South Africa do, you'll yeah. always be second best. Yeah. Uh, the way you cope with their, their physicality is you, you, cope, you manage that with peace. Yeah,
1: OK. I guess maybe nice to give a senior player a start as well and, and Farrell's big on that.
2: Yeah, I
3: th- that's certainly the impression that, that I get. We saw Keith Earls get, get a start last week and, and people had the, the same questions about Matt Hansen. Is he out of the team? He's mm-hmm. not been picked. I think it's just a case of, of, of managing the squad pretty well and, and keeping mm-hmm. everyone happy.
1: Yeah, so as we know, Malcolm Marks is out injured and South Africa only have uh, two hookers uh, specialist hookers in the side one of them being Mark so Dion Forey is most likely going to be in the bench and their replacement hooker that they've called up is out half Andre Pollard this evening in the squad. He's
0: mm. a very good hooker I've heard.
1: He's yeah. a very good hooker. He can do a job at 10 Yeah, very good hooker. So <laughs> Kicks uh, a few goals too. Some people felt this was Likely from the outset, yeah. and uh, maybe Razi felt, look, there's going to be an injury somewhere along the line, and so Pollard in. We saw Libox kicking issues the last day. Yeah. Would you fully expect Pollard to start against Ireland if he's anyway fit? Do you think this was always the plan? I,
3: I would. Yeah, uh, he came. He played for Leicester there at the weekend and, and played very well. Yeah, so I, I think you're you're quite right. This was always in. In Razzie's playbook, I think if there's another injury in the South African squad, regardless of where it is, uh, Luko Am will be in. Um, mm-hmm. Just starting to, to slowly come together for him. But they need Pollard, particularly a goal kicker, because if they cannot find someone to kick the ball between the posts soon, yeah. it's going to cost them heavily yeah. at this tournament.
2: That gives them a sudden reassurance, doesn't it, Andrew? It's enormous. The amount of energy he'll bring to that team and that squad and that environment, that team room, and as much as Khaleesi at the press conference, you know, stood up and defended mm. Mani Lubbock and he got a standing of A, uh, you know, well done, yeah. ex- excellent leadership. But then they bring in Pollard. <laughs> and if they start Pollard, as much as this guy's got our back, mm. we don't, you know, we're, we know he's going to sort out his kicking game. Well, if you pick Pollard, that kind of undermines that. Yeah. It does a touch. Um,
0: very it's much amazing. So.
1: We're playing our full team every game and they've Pollard off getting games <laughs> yeah. away from the World
0: Cup. You know? And they, they said, look, we're not going to take guys no. away. You know? We're never going to do it. <laughs> yeah, right, mate. You know, <laughs> uh, It was all very predictable. You all predicted Ireland to win? Andre Pollard back? Are you all sticking with Ireland, your heads? Look, it's, it's the, as we said before, there's cigarette papers mm-hmm. in all those big games in those pools. It's that tight. Let, let, me, let me, and I think I'm speaking for the boys... Ireland are very capable of winning. But South Africa are a great, time. great yeah, team, great yeah. team. Great team. So you can't say yeah Ireland are going to win this game No, It's not like they would against one of the, you know Portugal or one of the other teams. Yeah. Ireland are very capable of winning. I'm happy with the, the way they've progressed, but South Africa are a great side. And mm. they, they are equally capable of winning. So it's going to come down to key moments on the big day. Teams that makes the least mistakes wins these big games. Okay. And that's going to be it. It's going to be a cracker, that's for sure. It's been
1: uh, a great weekend. My thanks to Rob and Matt and Andrew.